everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. For capitalism to work, we all need one another. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking today? Woo! You're excited. Why are you so excited? I had a Why coffee. are you blowing out my <laughs> eardrums with your loud woos? <laughs> I just finished a coffee, and I kind of just sprinted around the apartment. Because um, you're all jacked up on caffeine, which is <laughs> unlike you. You're not a big coffee drinker. No, no, I'm not a big coffee drinker. But it, you know, it's great. It actually, I have it at work because it keeps me awake. Because when I have it, I actually feel like energized. Like I, it, I'm not like used to it. I Are guess. you a Red Bull drinker by any chance? No, okay, I, I don't. I really don't have much caffeine. Okay. Or so yeah. this is a experience altogether new to you. <laughs> okay. This should be interesting. We're going to talk about our financial philosophies. I have 12 of them, uh, but I'm sure we have more that we've gone through uh, throughout our existence of the podcast, which hasn't been too long. Mm. Uh, but I want to go over them and I want to talk about them. So before we do, if you guys have questions about personal finance or philosophy or anything, if you want to say hi, our email address is listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. And we want submissions for catchphrases. And you can send them via Twitter at Money Matters Man. And today's catchphrase was for capitalism to work, we all need one another, which is by uh, someone who I admire. Again, it's Elizabeth Warren. That's her quote. So, recording her slowly. We what? know we know she she likely listens. And, <laughs> oh yeah, she's a know. huge listener. We'll flatter her, and then she'll like, hey guys, I would love to come on. Apparently, she's a Southern Belle now. <laughs> I, I could love to be on your show, y'all. Oh jeez, let's get into our financial philosophies. I'm gonna, we're gonna say, I'm gonna say, I have twelve. I'm gonna mm. say them. Let's break them down, right? Deal. Okay. Deal. Done. Done. Deal. Number one, you are responsible for your own wealth. No one uh, else is yeah. to blame but you. Educate yourself and take control. No excuses. Uh, I love that one because you know what? That's a Everyone t-shirt. loves. It, that's that's literally a T-shirt. That's like no fear t-shirt. <laughs> no it's, it's excuses. The, the, the no fear of wealth. Like, Do you ever have one of those old Looney Tunes shirts? That no. said like no. <laughs> I had a no fear t-shirt. I had, all, I had so many Looney Tunes shirts when I was a kid. God, no fear was so cool back in the day. I was so into Looney Tunes. But why do you like <laughs> that one particularly? I, I, I include that one first because I think that kind of just is an overall like umbrella to this. Because – Everyone has an unlimited amount of excuses. It's everyone else's fault. Yeah. Or stop. the circumstances' fault. Well, in or, the rap song, I say stop blaming the economy. Because yeah. it's stop. That's not the reason that's not the reason you're broke. See, it, just in life in general, eat, like say you're at a dinner party and it's not even at your house, and like it's literally no conversation. Larry King says in one of his books, it should be, you should take it upon yourself. You should feel it's your responsibility to make sure the conversation's great, you know, people having fun. So in life, I think if you always take responsibility, like, it'll just work out. As a liberal, I do have this wrestling thought of, you know, I watch these people who struggle all the time. And I Mm -hmm. have this thought, and it's a sad thought that I have, uh, where it's like, you know, I'm a single mom. I'm wrestling with. I have three kids, and I'm I'm working like three shitty jobs. And what do you say to somebody like that? You know, first to be like, you know, my heart goes out to you, but um, there are plenty of places for free condoms, and you chose to uh, do that. 
right? You could have been abstinent. Right. I mean, obviously, I don't know. I mean, that that's really extreme. Well, but I guess I course. feel that you make your own destiny. It wasn't like someone. I mean, so it could have not been your. Right. See, and this is the, that's the kind of the, see. I guess I guess shit. It's tough. Yeah. yeah it is. It is tough. Yeah. Because um, then I said, and, okay, because okay, then it's like, all right, well, fine. In hindsight, yeah, maybe you shouldn't have had three kids, uh, but you did. So now you'd have them. Mm. So it's like, what do you say to that? You're still responsible. I, yeah, you're you're responsible. So you know what? Um, it's a shitty situation, and you have to do everything in your power to change it. And it's going to be a lot of tough decisions and a lot of work, but uh, you got to do it. And I want to recommend a book with that. Go for with it. That mm. is, uh, I read a book recently called The Obstacle is the Way. By Ryan Holiday, hmm. it's a philosophy it's a, book. I was going to say that's an interesting title. It's a modern, it's a modern philosophy book. So it's a, it's one guy's uh, take on Stoicism, which is a, uh, you know, a, a form of philosophy. I was going to say, can you quickly just say what's? Because I actually don't know what Stoicism is. It's just a like a like a set of beliefs of like they believe that you know um, you can't control what you can't control. You can only mm-hmm. control what you can control. So for instance, uh, the I'm weather. F- well, for, uh, yeah, like I'm afraid of airplanes. I cannot control the airplane. I can mm. control the feelings that I have about them. Mm. So, you know, instead of me being fearful of the airplane, which I cannot control, I should be more focused on trying to make myself not, you know, don't not be have fearful, mm. not be not have anxiety. Right. Because right, right. I can you can yeah. only control the things you can control. Right. You cannot control, you know, how much the in stock market makes. You can only control how much you are willing to invest in it. And so, you, OK, you know, wait, wait. What was the name of this book again? The Obstacle is the Way. All right. Because and it's um, new. It's new. You know, it's it's by Ryan Holiday. Uh, I will include a link in the show notes for sure. I've, I'm, I, I, did I mention it on another podcast? No, no. This no? is the first I've heard of it. And I actually okay. want to queue it up onto my maybe next because I'm, I'm kind of. It's booklets. short. It's like not a long book, and each um, roughly how many pages? Not, well, not that you. Have well, memorized. see on my iPad, it's, it was like two hundred and seventy. Oh, so it's actually really small. Then. Yeah, it's I mean small. it's really quick. Oh, yeah. okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm actually going to definitely read that because you know, it's, I it's like produce that. Yeah, and it's like he he talks. You know, he he quotes Stoics. He t- he quotes modern day people who use Stoicism. Uh, Seneca is a, a you know was a Stoic, and that's the book that Thomas Jefferson was on his nightstand when he died. You know, hmm. a lot of famous people. Um, All right. You know, John D. Now Rockefeller. You're just, like ripping out a ton of books that well, we're going to need to create a uh, Listen to My Matters book club. <laughs> I, th- I think this is happening. No. <laughs> Watch out, Oprah. Yeah. Here we go. No. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I really, I actually really enjoyed that book and I'm going to keep it around. And, and I actually, uh, because of that book, I'm reading a book called Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, which is a collection of his like journal entries from, you know, what was it like? 210 AD. He was like the Roman emperor. All right. We'll definitely throw these in the show notes because that's. Yeah. So the obstacle is the way if you see things in front of you, um, that actually is a good thing. And, you know, you learn from those things. Mm. Uh, we always, we always talk about debt, right? So getting out of debt is an emergency. By, by the way, this, this is to transition. This is point number. I'm two. sorry. Point number two, philosophy. Number two, getting out of debt is an emergency. And if you're in debt, we recommend the stack method. It's the mathematical method. It's the math. You can pay off your debt faster and you will spend less paying off your debt. Mm. Right? Yes. Uh, and getting out of debt is an emergency. So this includes credit card debt, student loans, auto loans, personal loans. Uh, the one caveat to that is that owning a home is kind of okay because it is a type of investment. 
Mm. Uh, however, you should work to pay this off as quickly as possible. And I want to recommend people who do have a mortgage to try bi-weekly payments instead of just paying it once a month. I disagree. You do? I do disagree. Why do you disagree? I think overpaying your mortgage is a terrible idea. Oh, that's right. You do think that, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess you can but go But you can pay way. it off faster. You don't think you should pay it off faster? I, I see no use in locking your wealth up in a house that is really difficult to sell. All right, fair and enough. And then if your house blows up because of a gas leak or burns down because of a fire, good luck getting your money from the insurance company. They will draw it out for months. I know that. I used to work at a company that did restoration. That was the big, <laughs> so, that's the biggest problem we had. But if, if you put your money in the stock market, it is instantly available to you. Yes, there are crashes and stuff, just like your house can burn. But anyways, I, I don't think it's a great strategy to put a shitload of money into an asset that act, houses actually don't perform as well as we think they do. Unless, they you're, unless you're buying and flipping quickly. Yeah. And, uh, but anyways, let's, let's not got to get too deep into that. All right. Always take free money. Fuck yeah. I just had to inject a curse into there. Fine. Yeah. And we're but, talking uh, about, um, I mean, it's kind of like, if it's free, it's for me kind of mentality. And I always, you know, take say that. But uh, if your employer matches your 401k, take it. 100% gain. Take it. That, that is mo- like, if you, have, if you have an interest payment on your credit card and it's 25%, which is damn high. Yeah. You know, still put into your 401k because you're going to get 100% gain. Versus a 25% loss from the credit card. And even if you're in debt, which we claim is an emergency, and it's very, very important you that you get out of debt. take the free money yeah, first. Yeah, still take the free money because it's free it just money. just makes sense mathematically. Yeah, and Dave Ramsey will tell you otherwise. So that's why we're saying it. Well, I, maybe, that, maybe that is the, the biggest divergence between us and Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey says all these numbers, and we have an episode where we discuss it. And he's very, quote-unquote, inspirational. So he will kind of throw the fantasy out and the feel-good tactics, like the snowball, instead of the stack. We, however, are disciplines of math. You know what, though? I'm going to hmm. I'm gonna, I have to go back, and I, I want to wrestle you on the mortgage thing. Go ahead. Let's do it. Gloves are off. I like the bi-weekly mortgage payment system. Why? Okay, uh, when I was working my job, I got paid biweekly, mm-hmm. right? So instead of me having to, at the end of the month, pay thirteen, fifteen hundred dollars or whatever my mortgage payment was, mm-hmm. I, it would be split in half. So when I got my paycheck, I would pay, you know, towards that, and then when I got my paycheck, <laughs> okay, I would pay towards okay, because you're you're actually changing the context of the original thing. So you're saying instead of doubling down on your payments. You're saying That's split what I it mean. in half. Yeah. So pay. Okay, because uh, yeah, I'm not saying I, I, double I, I, up I, I, on I your mortgage. I just want to read what you said before. It says owning a home is okay because it's a type of investment. However, you should work to pay this off quickly. So uh, you yeah. know, when you say try biweekly mortgage payments, so maybe it was am- ambiguous. So when I say biweekly mortgage payments, if the math works out this way, if you split your payments in half, so you're paying roughly uh, twice a month. Well, you are paying twice a month. Right, right, yeah, so bi-weekly is... So right. at the end of the year, you end up paying, because of how the math works out in the year, you end up paying one extra mortgage payment a year. Even though it All doesn't right. feel you know, like that's that. A, that's actually not that bad, and it's very slow drip, so fine. I, I'll agree with you on that. And, and I would I, say... And I learned that from the automatic millionaire, which is uh, David Bach. 
I believe, mm-hmm. is the book. Uh, I have not read it in a while, so I I, I don't want to like promote it or anything. But that's where I got that concept from. Okay, and I, I, I it, actually I'll actually seriously seriously consider changing my strategy to that because if it's only one extra payment a year, and it that's pretty. And it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like you're overpaying your mortgage because it's you're just doing it biweekly. So you're just taking it. And, and it is split. not very significant. I mean, it it over the long term it long is long term, yes. But it still keeps more money in your hands now. And you pay um, more and you pay more towards the principal. I I okay. So I want to think on that. Yeah, I want you to it, research that well, and look into also, it. Also, the thing is we have queued up an episode that I really do want to talk about called Mortgage Math Deep Dive. Yeah. we go. So we'll throw that in there. I will seriously consider that because I think that is pretty tight. Uh, everyone I, I've talked to said that that's the way to do it. That, that sounds and that's, and it was, tight. And it, you know what? And it, it's actually easier for me when I was, when I was doing buy, like It's easier for me now to do one payment, but – it, it was, would actually be easier as well for me because instead of having to wait until the mortgage payment goes and then lump sum other things. Exactly. So like when you get your paycheck mm-hmm. on Monday, my my mortgage would come out automatically. You know, you know, uh, I'm going to do some math and I'm going to think on it. Maybe we'll make that one of our things. You mean one of our uh, philosophies? One, one of our philosophies. Okay. Great. So I'm, glad, I, I'm glad we're doing I appreci- this. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm, gl- I'm glad we're doing show prep on the fly, which yeah. Joe hates. But yeah, you know, I know. All right. That was a good insightful thing. All right, thank you. Uh, certain forms of super frugality are a waste of time and therefore money. So this includes stuff like, I don't know, making your own soap. <laughs> like soap is so freaking cheap. Why the hell would you spend two hours making your own soap? Well, it depends. Fight Club was making their own soap to take over the world. Yeah. And yeah other inexpensive shit like, uh, I don't know. Just being like u- uber frugal can sometimes like you know you were talking about Mr. Money Mustache and how he's like super frugal, and that's fine. And if you're into that, that's cool. But there's sometimes like being frugal is not worth it. It, it could take more time than it may be worth. Right. And uh, also my whole issue with coupons. You know, people love mm-hmm. coupons, but then they end up buying things they actually don't really need. So is that really being frugal? Just because mm-hmm. you're using a coupon? No, being frugal is not spending money. So like, however, if you do happen to have a coupon for something that you needed to buy anyways, exactly. That's the I, that's the one caveat. Yeah, caveat, whatever. Um, caviar, caviar. And like I said about the couponing thing is, uh, watch out for those hidden costs with coupons, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, hey, I get this coupon for Chef Boyardee because I love Chef Boyardee, but it's at the grocery store that's another half hour away. Well, that's ridiculous. Pay- yeah, that's, now you're paying for gas, and you know, it's the point. Uh, all right. Next one. Credit cards make spending cheaper if used correctly. So, so go ahead. I was going to say, in short, my life is only 98% of the actual cost of my life. Because you get 2% cash back on the credit card that you use for everything. On everything with no limit. Now, if used correctly, which means you got to pay your credit card off every month. That's yes. the, that's the one thing. If you don't do that, then it's actually not cheaper. I was gonna say, and literally one failure to do that probably sets you back years of this two percent cashback. Correct. Reward. So, like the most important, yeah. And uh, use a credit card that gets rewards. So I don't even think there's a point to using a credit card if you're not getting rewards. Besides the yeah, uh, well, besides I mean, buyer some, protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides some, that, yeah. But but I then mean, what you could do is, I guess, cash or I don't know. Look. Use a credit card. Yeah. Or pay it off. I say credit card or cash. Yeah, it doesn't matter. 
But uh, yeah. and plus, you know, even if you're not getting cash back, you're at least building credit. It, but however, I'm going to say if you're the type of person that like really is bad with credit cards, then don't. You know what I mean? Just don't use them. If you so, just know that you're not that that type of person, I'll give I'll give you an example. Um, Laura has like a tenuous relationship with credit cards. What does so, that mean? Uh, it, it's it, or rather, maybe a better way to say is like a love hate relationship because a cantankerous relationship. That that's even worse than tenuous because okay. I only what what's cantankerous mean? I don't know. Exactly. Okay. So uh, you know it doesn't always work out for her, and she's not such because uh, then you have to remember to make the payment and they automate, and then your money's got blah 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 all that stuff. So what we did to build her credit and to keep uh you know her everything on the up and up, we put one thing. That's like $18 a month, roughly, mm-hmm. on a credit card in her name. That's auto pay. Mm-hmm. So she always gets the good payment, you know, and then I handle the other stuff. So, okay. That's so she good. still gets the good payment. Yeah. Right. She's still getting, she's still building her credit. Exactly. Okay. Interesting. Uh, next one is this is my favorite one, I think. Avoid, mm-hmm. avoid bank fees and seek mm-hmm. out low fees when investing. So, Amen. We've said this before so many times, but. Never, ever let your friggin' bank charge you any fees for anything. Do not. And let you them, could fight them you always. You fight them always. And they will almost always give in. They will, uh, look, when they charge you for checks, no. Mm-hmm. I have never paid for a checkbook. Because they're like, oh, it's going to be $7. I'm like, no, it isn't. Uh-uh. <laughs> and they're like, uh, let me see what I can do. They can always do something. Because they're not going to let you not spend your money. Manager, like you gotta. That's your money, right? And you are giving it to them, and they're taking your money and they're lending it out and making money on your money. Don't dare let them charge you to touch your money. Another thing I did recently was I had closed my bank account, but I needed my statements for the tax purposes at the end of the year, and I closed it in December. I remember that, right? So I go to the, so I call up PNC and I say, "Hey, I need all my, I need all my statements for the year." And mm. they say, okay, we'll go to the store, you know, go, or go to the store, go to the bank, and they'll help you out. I said, okay, cool. She's like, but I just wanted to let you know it's $5 for every statement. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay. So I go to I, the phone and punch her in the face. So I go to BNC and I'm like, I need a printout of every single statement for the entire 2013. And she said, okay, that's fine. She's like, started printing them out. And then uh, one of the guys I know at PNC came, comes in and he goes, He's like, you know, these are five dollars a piece, but oh, let's just slide. And then because he, you know, he like he knew, like I wasn't, like I just like they can't at him. say that to your face. It's easy to do it over the phone. Yeah, it's easy. And I'm when like, yeah, there. you know, I'm not paying that. That's insane <laughs> to get to get printed pieces of paper for my own. Like, uh, no, no, thank it's like you. it's five dollars per uh, per statement. No, oh, we're not. Doing I did that. another one too. Was uh, I left my credit card somewhere? It was in Philly, so it was like a you know an hour drive for me, or like mm. somewhere deep in Philly or whatever. And I left it for brunch, and I came home, and I didn't have my card. And I'm like, gosh. I called him up, and I'm like, "Do I is my card there? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, ah, just cut it up. It was a debit card. Mm. I'll just cut it up. All right. You know, so I called up PNC, and I'm like, cancel that card, uh, and just send me a new one. They're like, okay, great. Sent me a new one, $7 on my bill. And I'm like, oh. why would you send me for a please? No. And I called him up, and I'm like, uh, nope, delete that. And they're like, okay. The, 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 yeah, it's the, like oh oh that's seven dollar fee. No, actually, um, just close my account. We're yeah, we're just, just gonna yeah, we're not just gonna do this. yeah we're not gonna yeah. do this. And because like, actually, oh. I, there's better banks. Yeah. yeah, so that's why I'm with Simple. And again, if you guys want to be a part of Simple, Simple's like no fees. I've loved Simple since I've been on. I've been on it since January. It's I have dude the easiest thing. The only problem I have with Simple 
and with all online banks is that I can't like write a check to you. Like I can't like just give you a like my brother wants a check for his rent and I have to like go on. I mean, here's the thing. It's it's easier for me, you know, because I can go on and I can say, here's my brother. And I say 500 bucks and I hit send. And it, what it'll do is simple will actually mail him a check to the house, you know, but it takes five days. Yeah. ING did that as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, I, I personally awesome, like it's it. Free. Yeah. yeah. I personally like it. It's free. Uh, but like the people who are waiting for their money are like, can you just like give me a check? Like, I'm like, nope. And it's, yeah. and it's hurt me in like getting, um, they're like, well, we need a certified check. And I'm like, I don't have a bank. I can't get you a certified check. And then there's, it actually turns out after you say that, they're like, oh, well, you well, no, that was, uh, oh. when I got my house refinanced, like they needed a certified check and I'm like, can't do it. Figure out another way. Either. Do you take cash? No. I'm like cash is kind of certified. It's freaking in your hands. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just want to, I want to riff on a bank. So I, I mean, I hate a lot of banks actually, cause a lot of them are dicks. Mm-hmm. I, I hate TD bank. So do I. More than, because first more than of all, bank. they have tons of fees. They're, and I, I just want to read something it says. But they're they're America's most convenient bank, quote unquote, but right. only time wise. I, I want to read this. It's on their website. It says, uh, this, this, is, this is the biggest words on the front page of tdbank.com. It says, our minimum balance is way lower than other banks. $100 is all it takes to avoid a monthly checking fee. First of all, how dare you even think to charge me a fee to keep my money with you? Fuck you. And you're lying to me. I could write off a whole slew of banks uh, as well as the one that I use, Fidelity, that yeah. don't have a minimum. So Simple. They're, they're just like snake oil. Like don't accept what they say. It's just don't, don't yeah, do it. It's very aggravating to, to God boils my blood. Here's the thing. If you guys want to be a part of Simple or want to try it out, let me send me an email. Listen, money matters at gmail.com and I will send you an invite because it's by invite only right now. But I have a bunch of invites I can send out like how Gmail was in the beginning. Yeah. So I can do that. Send me something. Um, uh, okay. Uh, trading fees as well. So like uh, Betterment, Vanguard, they both have low trading fees with their funds and index with their funds. So make sure that when you're like looking at a mutual fund or you're like, you know, signing up for a brokerage account or an IRA, make sure you find the one with the lowest fees. I mean, I don't think you're going to get anyone with zero fees, hopefully one day maybe, but right now it's it, it, it stuff. It costs money. So mm. just find the lowest fees in that, in that realm. Yeah. Um, the next one is automate your finances. So, Money doesn't have to be a pain in the ass. It no, doesn't have to take you hours and hours and hours. So services like Mint and Betterment, uh, the idea of automatic bill pay, just set up, right? If, if your I'm, parents are balancing their checkbook by hand, uh, teach them the new way. Yeah. I, if you're I, doing it, shame one, on you. One of the things I don't do, and I'm going to do it today, I'm going to do it today. I'm going to set up automatic bill pay with Simple to automatically pay my car payment every month automatically pay my uh, condo association fee, which I have to do, automatically send in my rent check to my brother, and some other... I, that's like the only bill... Oh, uh, the only bills I can't automate are like the phone bill, because I don't know how much that's going to be every month. I mean, you mean? You, how do you not know? And plus, you could still auto-pay it. I mean, so, with you know, my mom could, you know, go over her minutes or, you know, go over the data. Oh, There's oh. like just things that it's not the same every month. And like, you're on a family plan. Yeah, I was on a family plan. Uh, but I could just like overpay and just say, um, here's all I'm paying. And, you know, it'll mm-hmm. make up for it over time. So 
uh, that's something I have to do because uh, here's the thing with the phone bill. Like it, I don't get penalized for being late, but like mm. I do with my Discover card. We well, don't I, get penalized for being late because it's your parents are the. The no, leaders. I am. I'm the. Oh, I'm you the, are. Yeah, I'm the main so guy. So how do you not get penalized for it? I mean, you, I mean, you don't, you don't, it doesn't ding your credit score if you're late. It's a phone uh, bill. It's oh, not, okay. Not like a credit. Not like a credit card or. Well, or not a, that we encourage you to. No, no, late, no. But. Right. Uh, but yeah, automate that. Use. I'm 100 percent automated. Yeah, I'm all, not. All yet. I need to do is make sure that I don't spend more than I allow allocated in my budget. So you, which have, is really you all you stuff, should be concerned with. Hmm? You have stuff automatically going into your investment accounts. Everything is automated. The bills, the investments, contribution contributions to 401k, uh, condo fees, everything. Everything. All right. The next one we got here is savings accounts are stupid. Mm. You might as well invest in uh, – you might as well just start investing or keeping or keep it in your checking account. You know, if, if you are so scared of investing, and I hope that we've convinced you otherwise, but if you just can't stomach it, there is like – a marginal difference over 30 years between a checking account and a savings account, you're just overcomplicating your finances. Yeah, so you might, you might as well just keep it, it. in yeah. checking, yeah. Um, Doesn't make sense. Materialism inhibits wealth building, which also leads to debt, which is the brakes on our wealth wheel. Mm. So I want to say that stuff... I like how you tied the wealth wheel in. Thank you. Stuff <laughs> is short-term experiences are timeless uh there was a uh a talk on this from money mastermind where they talked about you know you know buying stuff versus going places you know like traveling versus you know just having things the idea that materialism inhibits wealth building is that if you're if you're spending your money on like having shit in your house then you're not putting that money away to help it grow uh you're not Building wealth. So I guess it, you know, materialism does one thing, which is it gives you shit to put in your house and it makes you look wealthy to the outside world when truthfully you're not. I will also say if, if you listen to all of our Better Know a Millionaire segments, mm-hmm. poss- possibly uh, except for Brenton Hayden, because right. he was also yeah. an interesting one, but yeah. um, very different than the other ones. Um, all the other millionaires, uh, opt to go on vacation and go out to eat. Basically, the, the common theme, and they could not have even been coordinated. No. That was just, the the yeah. common theme is they prefer experiences and having a good time over stuff. And they're millionaires. Yeah, and that, you know, life is short. So, why do, why, you know. Maybe food for thought, you know. Yeah, if that's that's a common train of thought, you know. But. Uh, the next one we have here is budgeting is how smart people are smart with money. Right, so uh, I mean, it's kind of budgeting is you know know how much you want to spend and when you want to spend it. And so uh, let let me ask you: yeah, uh, Does that mean you're? Huh? I don't follow I, this philosophy. I was going to say: Does that mean you're not part of the smart people category? Yes, that is exactly what I'm saying. When when can we expect you to join the ranks of smart people? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I feel like an asshole for not doing it, but. I mean, you're you have very very low expenses. I mean, you, like, like I said, I look at men every single day, and that's sort you have of like, like one my, pair of pants, one yeah. shirt, you're like a pauper. Sort of, that's sort of like my budgeting <laughs> is just by looking at men and making sure I'm not like being stupid with where my money's going. Because mm. like, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Whenever I like now in my life, when I check mint, number doesn't really change because I don't really spend that much. Right. You know? right. So like, I'll look in, and it's always the same number. 
which is good. You yeah. know, and then it grows at the end of every month, and it also depletes it at the end of every month because I pay all my bills, bills at the end of the month, and then I get my checks in at the end of the month from my various activities. So that's why you always got to look at your net worth the day before the mortgage payments do. Yeah, that's just what I do. <laughs> but no, my mortgage payment's paid for because I have it. My my tenant pays for it. Oh, true. Yeah, so it doesn't really change that all that much. Mm. So hmm. yeah, yeah. Good for you. Thanks. <laughs> but seriously, you should you should budget, especially when you have multiple wheels spinning. You got yeah. Wife, kids, like there's a lot of things in it coming in and out. The more things that are coming in and out, you need to take, you know, if you have a high traffic highway, you need to be like, you need to have a good like system. And you know, it, it, it really falls like into the productivity tips. Like what we said in the other episode, you could track it all in your head. Yeah. Right. And then you're like consuming space in your head. You can't do other things. Just get it down on paper, you know, get it into mint. Yeah. Let it handle it. Well, I just oversimplified so that I don't have to track it in my head and I don't really have to track it in the spreadsheet either. I also think that you're not most people. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's yeah. true on so many levels. Uh, the next, the next <laughs> you also one, walk really slowly. I do. Unlike most people. The next one is health is always more important than wealth. You can't spend money when you're sick or dead. And being sick costs a shitload more money than being healthy. So, you know... Yeah. I mean, it's kind of simple, right? So think of like a gym membership as like your insurance against uh, not being just that, in a but wheelchair. The, or but the food you put in your body. So, like, I always say food should cost money, right? The reason why Pringles are 99 cents a can is because they're not food. Mm. A cucumber is 99 cents. Eat a cucumber instead. It's just as much food. You know what I mean? Like, if you like, Look wise, I mean, I'm sure a, an entire cucumber will fit in a can of Pringles. But which ones do you think is going to be better for you? The one I'm sorry, you, you say salt? an entire cucumber can fit in a can of Pringles. You just got my mind immediately goes to where else a cucumber can completely fit. And the next one here is uh, <laughs> the last one on our list is investing is a long term strategy, and an, and it should be automatic, and you should use dollar cost averaging. And I just want to pause. So I just started reading uh-huh. last night The Intelligent Investor uh-huh. by Benjamin Graham. Uh-huh. This, is, this is the teacher of Warren Buffett. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And on page three, he introduces dollar cost averaging. Wow. Page just three. Page three of a very large book. So okay. interesting. So that's why I put this quote here. Be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. Fearful quote from warren buffett and it's one of our uh investor commandments it is two of our investor commandments true actually yes so it's the idea that stay with it and when when the market is crashing you can be greedy and buy more and when the market is soaring you can be conservative and buy less sort of thing so so to put it in the dollar cost averaging terms if you're contributing a hundred dollars every month do that always and forever, yeah. regardless of what's happening. However, when it crashes, go in more. Right. So that's it, guys. That's all mm-hmm. the philosophies we have. And I'm sure there are more, and I'm sure you guys have more that you can uh, send to us that we've probably discussed or had a uh, guest on our show who discussed these philosophies. And if there are some that you want to send, we're actually looking to collect these so that we can like start writing about them in detail. Yeah. Uh, maybe so, we'll do another episode if we have more. And, for sure. Know. So uh, email us them at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. And 
you can add them in the reviews, actually. If you, if, if you learned a money philosophy from us, put it in the reviews in iTunes uh, or Stitcher or wherever you listen. And We I read w- our reviews, like, religiously. So if you want to communicate with us, it's, like, literally as effective as email. Yeah, yeah. I just only think we, just, we can't respond. That's true. Because we don't know who, the, who they are. So if you don't want to hear our damn voices or our damn <laughs> words, then... <laughs> so this is a, um, a review from Darren K.H. from the United States. That kind of rhymed. Uh, highly suggested. Five stars. These guys are great. They make the learning experience fun, and they won't make you feel ridiculous for not knowing stuff. I highly suggest it. They have written two books, to my knowledge, as well. Easy to read and result in real benefits. Thank you, Darren. Awesome. Great review. And we talked about using Betterment in this episode when we talk about automating your finances. I automated my finances to put a $500 in my account, in my Betterment account, every single month, right? Mm. And I've already made like 100 It's been like uh, not that long. I've made like 150 bucks or something like that with 3.5% returns. Like mm. I'm getting dividend payments. It's totally worth it, and it's liquid. I can I can take that money out if I ever actually need it to, but I, I don't right now, so that's great. And uh, if you sign up through our link, which is listedmoneymatters.com slash betterment, you will get six months with no fees, and that's something I probably should have done, uh, mm-hmm. but I didn't because <laughs> I didn't. I signed <laughs> up before. Uh, but yeah, go to listedmoneymatters.com slash betterment. And if you guys want to learn more about uh, personal wait, finance, of course say... you do. Of course you want to interrupt me. I mean, because you, you truck through so fast. Yeah, I'm trucking through. I also, wrap I also up the wanna... show. You know, I, I want to say something. Is that, is that all right? No, but go ahead. <laughs> no, I just want to say that we that we mentioned Mint um, and, and the review mentioned um, that we have books. One of them is Mastering Mint, and it is now super cheap. And mm. if you use the code PODCAST, it'll make it ridiculously cheap. And you can um, find that at MasteringMint.com. And it has like some philosophies. It's all about automating your money. I mean, we talked about that. Like, uh, or, or, you know... You can use a podcast code, you know, to get a discount. But if you leave a review and email the review that you left to listenmoneymatters@gmail.com, I will send you the book for free because we really, really want reviews and we really want you to automate your finances. It's a core philosophy, so do do one of those two things. There you go. So, uh. You can find that at MasteringMint.com. And if you want to learn more about personal finance and where we're putting new episodes of this show, you go to ListenMoneyMatters.com. That's our home base. So that's it. And uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And we look forward to the next episode. So later, Andrew. Whoop, whoop. Later, Matt. Woo. Woo. Woo.